Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a little tiny podcast but a little tiny show called The Littlest Hobo. I'm Stefan and uh, I'm joined by my friend Katie. Hello. How'd you like that new intro? I was going to say, you changed it up there. I was, you know, I was going to mouth along and then you just threw me. I can see that. That's why I changed it up. Yeah. No, you, uh, you got to keep, you know, got to keep things interesting. I like to say that I thought of that ahead of time, but I did not. You just improv that? Just improv that, just... yeah. It's probably not going in. Do you want to do it again? No. Okay. We'll just have a cold start where we're just talking. Just straight into it. Yeah. All right. Did I, did I miss the intro on this one? Right. What are they talking about? We're going to do some psychological warfare on the PB our, our poor listeners. Yeah. Great. That'll keep them. <laughs> On this podcast, Katie and I uh, watch every single episode of all six seasons of The Littlest Hobo, and we talk about them one by one. Yep. And uh, we're already halfway through season one. We're on episode 13, Woo. which is called <laughs> Big Al and Sam Strawberry. I don't, whatever you want to say about the rest of the episode, I love this title. <laughs> it's a solid, solid title. <laughs> Sam Strawberry. Like... <laughs> What I see, like a, like, a mascot for, like, right? what, like Becker's, or what's or, that yeah. jam? Oh, oh, uh, I don't need, I don't need jam. Yeah, me either. <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, Welch's, but that's, like... Oh, yeah, well, Welch's would be pretty good. Yeah. There's or, another one, it's, like, Becker's, or Truckers, or, or Buckers, or... Somebody's gonna... <laughs> Buckers. <laughs> right. That jam with the commercials that are set in the, like, depression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Strawberry could be yeah. their little their little tiny mascot. Exactly. Like a California raisin, except he's a strawberry. And he'd just be so happy, and, like... Yeah. <laughs> Please mash me up and eat me. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this episode first aired January 10th. 1980. So we are firmly into the 1980s now. All right. Though the production's still in the 1970s because mm-hmm. these are all filmed so far ahead of time. Yep. Um, so the episode starts immediately in an alleyway <laughs> with with a fight scene that I think sets a new low. I'm going to say on the bar of bad fight scenes in the show so far, this is definitely the worst. This, this is, is the worst on a lot of things, this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good episode. <laughs> no. And yeah, this, I don't even know if there's actual punching involved in this fight. It's more of just holding uh, a guy against a wall. Yeah, they show that the punches are off screen. Yeah. Um, so it's two big goons who are right out of the 1940s Dick Tracy serials. They got the suits and the... Zoot suits and fedoras. Yeah. One guy looks like a blues brother. He's got like the big old sunglasses on. <laughs> and they have Carl, who's our protagonist. He's yeah. an artist. And they've got him up against a wall and they hit him with a couple of gut punches. And then the biggest goon just like picks him up for the armpits and just yeah. throws him half a foot into the wall. Sure does. Yeah. Um, Carl's bleeding from the mouth. I was going to say, it looks like they did a, at least... Some damage. They also have, again, these 1940s Dick Tracy accents. Oh, they're so bad. And so bad. <laughs> while this is happening, the littlest hobo shows up. He does. He watches the tail end of the fight. Yes. Well, the tail end of the fight, because they're so intimidated by the littlest hobo. That they have to run away. Call off your dog. <laughs> Not my dog. Well, he says, ate my dog, but I think... Did you notice the audio is really weird? It's so it's, strange in this it's one. It's cut. Yeah. So it sounds like there's three different lines or three different takes and they tried to cut them all together. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he says, ate my f- dog. <laughs> I'm going to censor mine out. <laughs> okay. But I'm pretty sure that's what he says and they just cut out that part. <laughs> and so it sounds like, ate my dog. Hey, call your dog off. Hey, my dog. They were going to go real hardcore on the mafia theme. <laughs> 
we're halfway the through the second. season. That's right. <laughs> Time to ramp it up, boys. We don't know if there's a season two. <laughs> right? Go big or go home. Um, I think we'll talk about this later, but I kind of feel like this episode is some producer or writer on the show. This was his dream. Yes. And I don't think it came to fruition the way that he I hope this is not his vision. No. <laughs> no. So ultimately, the two goons are beating him up because Carl owes $30,000. Yes. So Carl stumbles out of the alleyway. Carl, I'm going to say right now, Carl is yet another member of a long line of protagonists that I don't like. Nope. That I don't think the audience in general will like because he's not a good guy. There is not no redeeming qualities. Like, he's just, he's brooding and moody and a jerk, pretentious. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's all of those things. He's yeah. not a good guy by any stretch. He, <laughs> he, so he's really chill about this. He's so, he is like uh, Paul from the, <laughs> it just sociopaths. Yeah. They have no emotion in he, dangerous situations. Yeah. yeah, he like, he comes out, he wipes the blood off his face and he has like a little talk with Hobo. And he's like, yeah, thanks for showing up, you know. Uh, he's pretty cool about there's just being a random dog. I know, he invites right? him in immediately. He tells him he's going to buy him 75,000 well, hot says, dogs. Unless you got $30,000, like, <laughs> yeah. which is the equivalent of 75,000 <laughs> sausages <laughs> or hot dogs. I guess that's the exchange rate. <laughs> um, did you also notice that the alleyway he got beat up in is directly, it, it is next to his studio? He like right around the corner. Yeah. So he stepped out of his studio, yeah. came into the alleyway. <laughs> I want to see the scene before this. I know, right? How did this go down? How did they get him in there? I like there? to think they like lured him into the alleyway with like... With his beret <laughs> on like on a fishing line string. Yeah, just pulling Every it back. Every time he goes to get it. Oh, oh. <laughs> so close, so close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> so he, he goes into his studio. Um, he's just generally complaining and moaning about life. how horrible his life is in like a deadpan voice. Yeah. He really doesn't care. Nope. And a woman comes in. Yep. And her name is Wanda. Because there's, like, I was like, really? Out of all the names. Do you know any Wandas? How many Wandas do you know in your life? I know one Wanda. Wanda is not a common name. It's not a common name. No. These writers are so lazy. So her name is Wanda Vanderhoff. She's Dutch. Yeah, he says, sounds Dutch. Mm -hmm. And they have a little bit of, like, back and forth talk here. And she's being real patient with him because he is being an absolute asshat. He is being such a jerk. At one point, she apologizes and for I don't even know for what. She did not need to apologize. No. He's and all offended he, that she's, you know, being careful about this precious painting. Yeah, she's brought in this little, like, 8 by 10 and, painting. Yeah. It's no bigger than a shoebox. No. It's been in her family forever. Yeah. Um, and she wants it cleaned up. And he's like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. Mm. I'm going to die tomorrow. So the, the hell sign do I on care? the door says. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> a paying customer. Yeah, like, be a little nicer. Um, he also tries to sell the hobo to he her. He does, I, yes. For $30,000. <laughs> Just on the off chance you have $30,000 lying around and want a dog. Um, anyways, yeah. so he takes a painting. He's like, I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to work on this. Oh, no, because he's got a, he starts cleaning. He starts cleaning it. Yeah. And he realizes that it is an authentic. Now, you're going to have to tell me who this is because I am under the impression that it's Vincent Van Gogh, <laughs> but nobody in this entire episode <laughs> says okay. Vincent Van Gogh. So I am a big fan of art. Okay. I am one of those people. Um, have I been saying it wrong all these so years? If you were, he, Vincent Van Gogh, would say it, Vincent Van Gogh. That's okay. his name. So I'm totally fine with him saying that. It's respectful. It's how the artist himself would have said his name. It is Perfect. a bit pretentious still because most people say Van Gogh. But yes, 
Vincent Van Gogh is how you would say it. But how the other guy, when we're going to get to it, says it is wrong. Just killed me. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. Okay, I just wanted to be <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, so that's because... my rant. <laughs> yes, Vincent Van Gogh, but that's if you're being a pretentious idiot. Okay, so he's <laughs> right then. The artist is right in saying yes. Vincent Van Gogh. He, yes. Because <laughs> I was saying, I've always said Vincent Van Gogh. Most people do. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, now I know. Yeah. So now I can add that to my many pretentious go. things. Yes. I like, yes, I'm going to listen to some <laughs> Chopin as I, I stare at this Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> there you go. You're good for any dinner party. That's right. <laughs> He realizes it's a priceless Vincent Van Gogh. Say it however you like. Yeah. It's just going to be a little pause every time now. So from there, we cut to Big Al's office, yep. which is the most 70s office that ever did exist in the 70s. For a guy who allegedly has tons of money, it's just the worst. <laughs> and he is also the least Italian-looking Italian I've ever seen. Yes. And he's got kind of an Italian accent. Like, like he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's a good effort. Yeah, he's doing his Brando, sort of. <sighs> but he's not doing the mumbly Brando. We're going to meet a guy who's going to do a better uh, Brando. Yes, yes, we will. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure what Big Al is doing, but Hobo and Carl are there at the office. Carl's got the painting. The first thing they talk about is how handsome the littlest Hobo is. Why did you bring this uh, fine-looking beast here with you? It's such. It's become such a theme. It is a theme through almost every episode now. Just, it's just how good looking this dog is. It's so strange to me. I never think of animals in terms of handsomeness. I just like if it the hobo was strange. a person, and in every episode they were like, "Wow, you're very handsome. So you know handsome. what a good looking man." <laughs> After a while, it would start to wear. Right. Wear thin. Right. Yes. Well, isn't that the original Star Trek? Anytime Kirk's in the vicinity of a woman. Yeah, but they don't... <laughs> they don't say the, it. The bridge crew implied. doesn't go, wow, Kirk, <laughs> yeah. you're looking particularly handsome today. It's Why, true. Why, thank you, Spock. Like, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's weird that every scene yes. where the hobo meets someone, the person has to comment on how good-looking the dog is. Yeah, it's... I mean, Written into the contract, I guess. He looks like a German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't really look all that different from any other German Shepherd. Nope. <laughs> But meanwhile, Carl has come up with a scheme where, wherein he is going to sell the painting, or he wants to give the painting to Big Al. And I guess Carl is hoping that Big Al, because this is this painting is worth a, a million dollars. One million dollars. So Carl is thinking that Big Al is going to sell it. He'll pay off the thirty thousand, then he'll get cut in. Big Al's like, ah, <laughs> uh, no. Wouldn't you know that your $30,000 in debt plus interest is a flat $1 million? <laughs> Just it's strange how that happens. Yeah. So, it's, so convenient. It's going to be a straight exchange. You Big give Al me the is a painting. good businessman that way. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's very much so. You give me the painting, I'll write off the debt. <laughs> We're all good. Yep. And we do have this little dialogue where Carl goes, Vincent Van Gogh. Yep. And Big Al corrects him as saying, Vincent Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Gogh. Yes, it, like, no one has ever, uh, I guess they're implying that he's, like, a real idiot, because he's only seen it spelt, I guess, and he tries to pronounce He has no idea. It. Well, <laughs> with musical composers, yes. if you've mm-hmm. never, if you've never heard someone say Chopin, you would say Chopin, Chopin you know? <laughs> and to be less classical, have you ever seen Clueless, the movie? <laughs> No, I haven't. <laughs> well, you need to remedy that. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a scene where Alicia Silverstone's character is giving a speech, and she calls Haitians 
Hadians because <laughs> she did, she saw it in the script and didn't know how to say it, and the director thought it was funny <laughs> and, and left kept it. it in. We could certainly party with the Hadians. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> right? That's pretty good. <laughs> so that's so, what I thought. <laughs> so, so Big Al's going to take this Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. And uh, he'll write off the debt. Um, and Big Al basically, he says to him, like, don't try anything weird because I have an art expert. He and is he'll, the best he has art the, expert. Yeah, and he'll <laughs> find out if you're trying to pull one over me. And uh, then you'll you'll get bopped, essentially. I will, I'll straight up murder your ass. <laughs> right. So You'll be wearing some concrete shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Carl leaves and Hobo does that thing that we're going to see a whole lot <laughs> yeah. where... Hobo whines and makes noises and people just talk to him like he's a person. Yeah, they just spill their, like, guts to him. <laughs> yeah, and Carl's like, you know, um, I, you know I'm going to make a fake. I'm going to give it to the lady and then I'll give the real one to this guy. She'll never know. And the hobo whines and he's like, I'll make it up to her. I'll take her to lunch. <laughs> and then we get the weirdest montage. I was like... How how long is it? How, like, how many days do you think that montage... No, it's all in a day, because he has to bring the painting the next day. But so much happens oh, yeah. in the span of that day. Yeah, they have lunch, which for them is uh, a bag of mixed peanuts from a cart. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was, you know, she's, he's so romantic. Yeah, and they walk around. Like, I would swoon. <laughs> yeah, they walk around, and then they... They go back to her place for dinner, which she presumably cooks. Oh, she, yeah, because he, he does compliment her cooking. Yeah. So I guess that's a plus. I he This guy, like, her. this is how he's making it up to her, yeah. by taking her on a date. Like, you should be so lucky yeah, to, to go on, on a date, date with, with me. this depressed, Brooding, narcissistic... Gambling addict. Yeah, artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's Just a real a re- Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh. <laughs> He's gonna send her an, e- an ear, leave an ear on the table. Yeah, paint her some sunflowers. <laughs> yeah, so they, yeah. They have this weird montage. They have this date. And they end up back at her place, and uh, this is where Hobo goes from the littlest hobo to the littlest wingman. Which is so strange because we've only ever seen him be really upset when people are like getting romantic or like and leave. This time he's like. This time he's like literally pushing her. He's down. Into yeah. Him. Yeah. They're both on the couch, and the hobo hops up on the couch and like does his little butt shuffle <laughs> to like push her closer and closer to Carl, yeah. so that Carl and Wanda are like in each other's laps essentially As, yeah basically and then they share a big kiss and it's a very awkward kiss yeah, yeah and, <laughs> and then the when that little makeout scene starts they do a shot of the hobo looking away like he can't yeah. stand the look like you did this hobo yeah this is your direct doing <laughs> right i don't know what else he thought was gonna happen <laughs> like <laughs> uh, so anyways the date is over mm-hmm. we're on to the next day um, I'm still not convinced that was all in one day. Well, it has to be because he has to deliver the painting. You know, yeah. he has to do it. So he's in his workshop, Carl is, and he's working on the fake. I think he's just finishing it up. Yeah. And Hobo brings him over a Bible. I was going to say, so we know the Hobo is Christian. He's a very Christian dog. <laughs> yeah. He found, I'm he found say, religion in Vietnam. I'm going to say even Catholic because guilt trip, man. Oh, he's big on the guilt <laughs> he trips. He is guilty. And Carl... Bad. He's undeterred. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to do this. I, I It's to. my life. Yeah. Or, you know, this is literally my life on the line. I'm no good to anybody dead. He gives all the excuses. So then he packs up the fake and the real paintings into two identical brown paper bags, and he puts them both at exactly dog level, one on a chair, 
one on couch <laughs> and we all know what's going to happen it's just it's yeah. not even worth watching it because nope. you know what he's going to do yeah. he swaps them he swaps them both because right? why would you put like a marker or something or distinguish them in any way <laughs> yeah no they're identical packages yeah so he swaps them out carl picks up the fake and he takes it off to big al carl gives him the painting and big al is uh is super impressed. He's like, wow, look at these bright colors. I can tell it's a real, you know, it's a Anyone real. Anyone could tell this is yeah. original. <laughs> and that's when Carl realizes there's been a swap. Yep. Um, but before he can do anything, Sam Strawberry shows up. Oh, Sam Strawberry. And he shows up with <laughs> discount Godfather music. Yep. Well, if it ain't my old friend Sam Strawberry, my old pal. It's just... Like, the cheesiest, like, imitation. It's just one guy in a mandolin (laughs) doing the best that they can. Right. Just close enough that we don't get sued. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. Not too close. Yeah. (laughs) So Sam Strawberry shows up. He's wearing a baby blue powder suit. Oh, yeah, with the coat over the shoulders. Shoulders. But the hands not in the sleeves. He's got two henchmen. They have Mm -hmm. their hands close to their waistlines, presumably because they have guns. Yes. Sam Strawberry (laughs) has... The closest thing to the Marlon Brando. Yes, he is really working it. He's he's yeah. doing a good job. <laughs> he uh, he proposes a merger. Yes. Between his operation and Big Al's operation, um, there is a really cool part when Big Al is like, "Hey, somebody take his coat," and he says, <laughs> "Why are you standing there like a stuffed, stuffed whale?" whale. Like, that's, a, that's a fun expression. Is a, that doesn't get said enough, really. You yeah, know? mix that into my little lexicon <laughs> Let's there. Let's just bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there is a cool part, which I didn't notice until I watched this the second time, where the one of Big Al's mafia men takes Sam Strawberry's coat, and then as he's hanging, he actually pats it down to see if there's a gun inside. Oh, that guy was doing some acting. Yeah, he has some, some real <laughs> acting. All right. They didn't give him any lines, so... They're so bad at acting, though. I'm wondering if maybe they are legitimately just, like, bouncers or, like... Yeah, they're... It's just his day job. It's just, like, automatic was just to pat down the coat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> just gave it a quick feel. Yeah. Oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, good job. Good job. What did I... Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, I meant, I meant yeah. to do that. Definitely. Acting. Also, there's a fake ID in this coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Big Al, just to show that there's no secrets between him and Sam Strawberry, he has a, Big Al has a, a painting of, or not a painting. It's no, a, it's a statue it's a of statue a cherub. a statue of a cherub. Mm-hmm. And he pushes the belly button. His hand got dangerously close. <laughs> I was a little concerned for a second. I was like, where Whoa, is he going to yeah. touch? So I think he pushes the belly button <laughs> of the does. cherub and this sliding panel opens up mm-hmm. uh, and he throws the million dollar painting very haphazardly into the, yeah, the little opening, and then he closes it again. So Sam Strawberry you can see he's got a little secret passage, and they both think it's pretty cute. Sam makes his proposal; they should have a merger. They're gonna meet the next day at Patty's Pizza Parlor. Ah, uh, yes, they're so Italian. It's neutral ground, right? <laughs> Patty's, yeah, it's like There's Switzerland. Definitely not a gun taped to the inside no. of the toilet tank. Why would that be a thing? No. <laughs> um. So the gang all leaves. Yep. Um, I guess I should mention, because this is important, that while they're talking, the littlest hobo goes over to Sam Strawberry's coat and he steals one of the gloves. Yeah, the little klepto. Yeah, and he hides it away. Yeah. Which is important because... Once everyone disperses, Sam leaves. Or not Sam, um, Carl. Carl leaves. He walks down the stairs and has a whole guilty monologue. Well, he says, um, (sighs) how could I do it? How could I make such a stupid mistake? Yeah. 
And I thought he was talking about the fact that he's wearing socks and sandals. Oh, I did not notice he that. He is 100% I'm, wearing socks I'm and sandals. I'm glad I didn't notice that because that is my pet peeve. He's such a stupid mistake. And that is the <laughs> stupidest of mistakes that he has made. Socks and sandals. Yeah. Wanda, run. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to run too fast. He's not going to catch you with socks and sandals. No. <laughs> He'll trip in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he does. He has this little guilty monologue mm. where he's like, it's because I love Wanda oh, yeah. so much That's I made what... this mistake. See, this whole like suddenly he's in love thing is why I was like, how long was that montage? <laughs> like one day? That's all it takes? Wanda, he's a stage five clinger. Oh, run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he's saying he loves you after one day. <laughs> Get <run>. out. <laughs> run. <laughs> He's an artist. He's going to turn you into a permanent art piece. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he does. Right. <laughs> He's like, what's his name from Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> oh, I was thinking of uh, Sander Cohen from, you ever played Bioshock? Yeah. yeah or it's like the little plaster people. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, what is it? The doll maker or whatever yeah. from DC. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He seals no, I don't yeah. want any part of this. <laughs> I'm just saying, Wanda. Yeah, he would be the type saying. too. He's totally yeah. the type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's guilty monologuing down yeah. some stairs. Hobo ditches him. Oh yeah, he's he gone. He just ghosts. Mm-hmm. He immediately ghosts, which is what everyone should do to this guy. Yes. Um. He surprisingly, Carl, or not surprisingly, Carl's still really chill about the fact that he's going to die the next day. It's maybe he's in shock, like you know, perpetually in shock. shock. Like he never like, comes out of it. Yeah, he's just you know, I don't know. So the artist um, Carl, he goes back and he starts packing. He right does. Yeah. Wait, is this before or after he's told Wanda? He does tell Wanda. Okay, he goes back. Yes. Yeah, that's right. He goes to Wanda's place. He explains everything to her about how he was going to sell her painting. Yes. And she's like, you should have just done it. Right. She's so forgiving. Yeah. Women in the show are so forgiving yep. when men do terrible things to them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, she is so on board. She's like, I get it. It's yep. fine. Like, they've been they've known each other for 36 six hours. hours right this is the love of my life yeah she's like you know anything i have you're welcome Going to, to yeah. i was like is he like well what about the netflix password he's like oh no uh no no we're, we're not that close yet step yeah, too far sorry that's way way too much that's yeah. a stage five right that clinger. is the stage five yeah oh, my i want to keep it at a stage three for now right yeah keep it cash um so he carl runs home he starts packing um Hobo, meanwhile, goes to Big Al's, and he gets into the house somehow. Doors don't stop him. He just walks in. (laughs) Except every now and then. (laughs) He gets into Big Al's office. He hits the cherub's belly button. He opens the little thing. He steals the fake painting out. Yep. And then takes the glove, which is still there, puts it where the down kind of close by yeah closes the panel the panel's really fun because it's clearly manually controlled it's, like it's a person sliding yeah, it up because it's yeah. got this jitter to it right like it is like the doors in the first star trek where yeah. you know there's a stage hand on either side just, just like, like trying to pull them apart yeah. yeah it's somebody just like just out of shot like with a handle just yeah. trying to pull the door up as smoothly as possible <laughs> yeah it's um, your only job <laughs> so he takes the painting yeah. he leaves the glove he closes the panel he gets out of the house no problem by jumping through an open window. He does. Does he not think of the consequences of what could happen when he frames Sam Strawberry? Like that he could set off like a full on like gang war. war. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen The Godfather, and right. so have the people who wrote this episode. Definitely, clearly. definitely have. Like, There's a lot of people dying. Hobo. Yeah, you could cause like some serious damage to save Carl. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> 
Gay. <laughs> so yeah, Hobo jumps out the window uh, and he throws the painting in a trash bin nearby. Yeah. And that's man. it. Yeah. He's, the stage is set. Carl's at home. He's packing away. Hobo rings the bell. Carl just goes to the door like a schmuck. I was gonna say, I guess he's just embraced that he's going to die at yeah. some point. So he opens the door. He lets Hobo in. Um, and the hobo convinces him to stay <laughs> by pulling Carl's clothes out of his briefcase, out of his travel case. He's got one of those like old school, yeah, like travel yeah, cases. Steamer trunk kind of thing. But really small. Yeah, very small. Very small. And then uh, hobo sits on his clothes. Yep. It's his doggy butt all over him. Ugh. And then uh, Carl's like, well, I guess I'll stay and yep. face the consequences. My inevitable murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has some suicidal tendencies, and he, this is just his, you know, he's like, ah. Just it's also gonna... brilliantly written. He is uh, a modern-day Vincent van Gogh. <laughs> Surprised they didn't have him cut his ear off and give it to Wanda. <laughs> it's just fun to say Vincent van Gogh. <laughs> Come on. Even if you know nothing about art, you know at least Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. Um, so Wanda shows up at the door with the actual painting. Yep. Right as the scene ends. So we go back to Weird uh, we go back it's gonna call Weird Al. <laughs> go back <laughs> to Weird Al. Well amazing. that'd have been an amazing episode. <laughs> they just swapped him out. Right. Or maybe he could have just been like a minstrel who like shows up through every scene singing about it. He's playing it. the mandolin. <laughs> yes. Uh, we go back to Big Al. Big Al's bragging about his million dollar painting. They also have the art expert. Who is the Ooh. most stereotypical, uh, just, offensive? Yeah, he's super. His nose is so high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's got that little like pithy voice. Where he's mm -hmm. like, if it even is an <laughs> authentic art piece. If the masterpiece in question is of course genuine. Like, I only eat caviar. Yeah, he's so <laughs> pretentious. And his pants must be really tight because he sits down so weirdly. Does he? <laughs> yeah, go back and watch it. Okay. He like, has to like, pull his pants and like awkwardly squat. <laughs> um, so they open up the panel and lo and behold, yeah. there's no painting to be judged. It's gone. And Big Al goes over and he looks around and of course he finds the leather yeah. glove nearby. So he immediately figures it's Sam Strawberry. And one of his henchmen says, you know, is the, are we still going to go to the meeting? And Big Al says, the meeting's still on, but Patty's Pizza Parlor ain't never going <laughs> to look the same. Yeah, that it is not. And I don't want to tell Big Al how to do his job. He's clearly, you know, gotten to the top of where He's he got is. lots of money. Uh, but Sam has also gotten to the top of where he is. And I don't imagine he'd get there being dumb enough to leave his gloves at the scene of a crime. And to do it himself. Also that. Yeah. Like... I feel like there's a lot of red flags that someone's being framed. <laughs> but well, okay, Big Al. <laughs> nobody notices them. <laughs> nope. Because we cut to Patty's uh, Pizza Parlor and what is the worst gunfight? This is like, this isn't even like a good bad. I was just like almost it's unable to watch this. It's bad. It's, it's bad, bad. so terrible. So they're both, Big Al and Sam Strawberry are alone in Patty's Pizza Parlor. They're shooting at each other with pistols. Yep. And it's just them bantering back and forth, kind of, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And, and just shots of like, things vases breaking. and like tins flying around, things kind of like exploding. Like this is, we talked about this earlier. I think this was some writer or producer's like, dream episode yes. like, i'm gonna write my own godfather <laughs> for canadian television it's gonna be 23 minutes long i'm gonna put all 
the gravitas and all the drama of a Godfather uh, movie right into this tiny little episode. This is what we have, and it's awful. It's the worst shootout I have ever seen. Not in The Little Hobo. I'm going to go with of all ever. Time. Yeah. All time. So bad. I wanted it to end. And icing on the cake kill is each other. they shoot the jukebox and uh, it starts yes. playing Italian, Italian music. music. Naturally. Just head in my hands. Like, oh my God. Finally, <laughs> you know, so Carl walks in. I know to he the place. and he he hears them shooting and his response is let's go take a look to enter and he looks around <laughs> and finally like a, a bullet whizzes past him and the yeah. hobo's like all right let's let's get out we of here man we need to peace out man so yeah they take off um again while the the shootout's going we learn that Big Al is accusing Sam Strawberry of stealing the painting, so he's swallowed it, yeah. you know, hook line and sinker. I don't know how that shootout ends, and I don't care. I it's, do not. I nope. Yeah, I hope they're. This is yeah. terrible. I hope they're yeah. both dead. They're both dead, or they both get arrested. <laughs> yep. Patty just, you know, comes out with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You come into my house. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so then we cut to the final scene of the episode, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Carl and Wanda and the hobo standing outside. What I'm assuming is Carl's. I think so. Yeah. And that million dollar Van Gogh painting is sitting. In a display case, yeah, in the just yep. for everyone to see. I don't know if you've ever been to an art museum. Security at those places still not great, but better than a window. A window, <laughs> easily broken window, right? <laughs> so they're selling it. Yep. Don't you think that either Sam Strawberry or Big Al are gonna find out? Right. They're not, are they not unless they're least, dead. <laughs> unless they're dead, but like if they're alive, yes, if one of them is alive. They're, they're going to check on him yeah, oh, because absolutely. they're going to check on everything. They're going to want to mm-hmm. track down every lead. Yep. What do you think is going to happen when Big Al, one of his henchmen, comes by and sees that authentic Vincent <laughs> Van Gogh sitting in the window up for sale? Right. They're going to figure this out real fast. So quickly. But that doesn't matter to Carl. No. Because Carl wants to die and yeah. probably take Wanda with him. Right. And again... <laughs> Wanda says that half that painting is his because he so he did recognize it yes. as an authentic. Yes. But half of that painting is his. Yeah. Well, because they're going to split their money. Yeah, so they can buy a little cottage. Yes. With a room for a nursery. Nursery. They've <laughs> known each other for a week. <laughs> Not even. I'm going to say. Not even. A week. I think they're both stage five clingers. I guess they, just, they maybe, deserve each other. Maybe this is the perfect match for the two of them. Yeah. Because they jump in with both feet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still a gambling addict. Like you don't cure yeah. your addiction. No, no. Like yeah. that quickly. Hobo leaves. Yeah. He totally takes off as his custom at the end yeah. of the episode. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Get the hell out of there. Oh my god. This whole thing is they're either going to both up end up dead or yeah. she's going to end up in a inside of a sculpture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hobo takes off and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. It is. Thank it's done. goodness. Cool. That was the episode. It was. That was the thing we watched. We did. I'm going to say the first five minutes, I was like, all right, this is fine. Right. And then as soon as the Big Al storyline and all of that started, I'm going to rank this lower than the def- uh, the defector. defector. I hated this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's... it might just be that shootout that made me hate this episode so much. Too. It's, it's so long yeah. and it's so bad. Do you have a whole harm scale rating? 
Oh, I do. I, I gave it a zero. He didn't also, do anything. Yeah, I gave it a zero as well, which is the mark of a very boring episode Yeah. when the hobo is not put in harm's way at yeah. all. Then just, just... You have a hobo fight. I'm ripping through this because... Okay, we just get this done Yeah, with. this episode. Is... I know, right? Uh, so yes, I said Sam and uh, Sam Strawberry and Big Al okay. um, in the shootout scene versus John Wick because he'd take them out in two seconds. Oh, yeah. We'd be done. <laughs> Good stuff. I really wanted to see... Big Al's goons, who I'm affectionately <laughs> calling the Blues Brothers, nice. versus Sam Strawberry's goons, who yeah. I'm calling the Baby Blue Brothers, because they have the. They have Very the nice. I like to see some nice goons done. fight some other goons. Goon on goon action. I feel like that fight's gonna be real bad. It's gonna be people <laughs> picking other people up by the armpits, just slamming against walls, slamming them against walls. That's Very my strange. hobo fight. Yep, yeah, that's that's a good hobo fight. All right. Well, are you ready then for the next episode? <laughs> I am ready for the next episode. Okay. Next episode is called "Give My Regards to Broadway." A struggling actress resorts to stealing and writing IOUs to make ends meet, and the hobo tries to keep her out of trouble. I'd be really disappointed if it's not a musical episode. Oh, yeah, we have to get one of those eventually. At some point. Yeah. Right? The hobo's doing baritone. like Just, he's got a little top hat. Yeah. A little bow tie. <laughs> little clicky-clack shoes on. <laughs> I'd love to see this. <laughs> on that note. Yep. <laughs> Hop on that train, fellow hobos, and we'll uh, we'll see you at the next stop. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>